Welcome to Top of the Game with Javier Sade, where we talk to amazing people that are shaping the world. These lightning round talks explore what makes remarkable leaders tick. Thinkers and doers pushing humankind forward and at the top of their games. Impactful insights, global perspectives, valuable wisdom you can use every day in your life and work. This is Top of the Game. Enjoy today's episode. Here's Javier. Today, a first, I'm joined by two people who happen to be women who happen to be Hispanic, Claudia Romo Edelman and Cynthia Kleinbaum Melner. They're each remarkable and join forces to launch a podcast by successful women for any and all women, and frankly, any and all men. The name of the podcast, A La Latina, the playbook to succeed being your authentic self. I'll get out of the way so you can listen to this incredible conversation. Cynthia, Claudia, welcome to the show. Thank you, Javier. Thank you for having us. Gracias. Excited. Super excited to be with not one, but two people at the top of their game. In fact, it is the first show where I've had two people. You both have a lot to say. I know because you actually started this incredible podcast, A La Latina, which I think we're going to talk about a lot, a lot about that now. But... I'm going to start with this. I'm going to start with something, Claudia, you wrote recently on one of the social media outlets and let you both take a jump ball and talk about it. And then you tie this to A La Latina and why this podcast, why now, and why America is still so blind to 20 million Americans. So here we go. I was born in Mexico, lived in Europe for 25 years and moved to the U.S. eight years ago. My work in Europe included many years at the UN, at UN agencies working on critical, often life or death humanitarian crises. Being of Mexican origin was not an obstacle or detriment. I did not know that it meant something to be Hispanic here. I learned our narrative was written by people outside of our community and was often negative. We suffer from lower expectations reinforced by systemic barriers that hold Latinos back. That is the origin of We Are All Human, to take back our own story, to show positive contributions Hispanics are making. We are flipping the script, turning negatives into positives, weaknesses into strengths. This gives us agency and courage and fosters unity and progress. Holy moly, those are my words. Claudia, take it away. Tell me a little bit about that. Uh, well, and guess what? It is working. So I did take the 25 years of experience of working with the global institutions, the UN, UNICEF, and so on, where I've seen communities come out of nothing and thrive with a third, a tenth of what Latinos have. So we have the opportunity. All the conditions are there for us to succeed, but we have a lot to do. And I've seen progress in the unification of Latinos. And Cynthia and I partner on trying to solve for two things, um, the representation of Latinas in particular, uh, so that we can move that needle from the 9% of the population that we are, mm -hmm. that we are only 2% in corporate America, only 1% in politics, only 1% or 2% in corporate boards. And we have to break that barrier. And so I think that the question is, the question for us was not the why or the what, because mm -hmm. that 
clear is the how. Mm -hmm. And looking at the six years in which, you know, like I've had the privilege of being working with more than 320 companies and seeing how both Latinas and corporates are desperate in need of increasing that representation. So for us, it was clear, how do we solve that problem of um, helping Latinas to navigate in corporate America, giving them the playbook of mm -hmm. how exactly is it, you know, like that, what are the rules of the game that you have to navigate and give them the role models and the inspiration to do it. And so together we, we launched this, this new initiative um, called a podcast, A La Latina, the, the playbook to succeed being your authentic self. I love it. And when you say us, I, keep go I mean, I know this is by Latinas for Latinas, but in fact, when you say us, what you really mean is 355 million Americans. Success for Latinas means American success. So Cynthia, to you, you've had pretty high powered roles in corporations. And now you're partnering with Claudia to kind of change some perceptions. You were like blazing trails. Tell me a little bit your perspective about it. Yeah, um, when when I was at Walmart, I, I realized that there were so many Latinas in the lower levels of the organization, but I didn't see any at my level or above me. And I questioned what was going on, where in the ladder were we leaving behind a lot of the Latinas? And I found out that there were three things that were really preventing Latinas from climbing, climbing the ladder. The first one was stereotypes that we are like literally stereotypes that we are less competent and less committed to our work, in part because of our accent and in part because we are also very committed to our families. So sometimes people think that you can't be committed to both. So how can you really be a, a committed employee if you are also prioritizing your family? The second one is the lack of strong networks that will give you the playbook. If you don't have somebody that has walked that path that can tell you, this is what you do, this is what you not do, it's really hard to, mm -hmm. to navigate the really the maze that corporate mm -hmm. America is. And the third one is... Um, role models if you don't see her you cannot become her mm -hmm. and before we started recording before you start, you hit record you mentioned uh, something that claudia and i have seen which is latinas at the top haven't really made the time or nobody has have has asked them to shine a light on their journey so even though there are latinas at the top of some of the most important organizations in the u.s it's hard to find them talking in public forums. So we created a forum for them to become role models and to give the next generation the playbook. Look, and I, I love the show. Um, I haven't listened to all the episodes, but I listened to a few and it's like, well, duh. I mean, how can you even not have this be on the radar? And which leads me to just putting the two thing, two incredible things you guys were saying together. Where are the blind spots? Is it really a, well, because women have babies and also because they happen to be of color and they have this weird accent? Is it a bias that just we can't get out of? Or is it sort of the power of inertia that when you combine females with of color, both of you are that, but what, it, what is it? What, what will it take to break this inertia? Or Javier, 
it's it's also when Latinas because it's not there's no mm-hmm. one Latino look. So you can yes. hide your Latinidad in a number of fronts. So we started seeing how there's a trend to Latinidad. There's more reclaiming identity and there's more and more people if you want coming out, you know, like the Mark Richard from Procter and Gamble saying my real name is Nikki Gonzalez is also happening to Latinas that mm-hmm. so far maybe have thought that their uh, their identity is a con and not a pro and they don't want to play that card so i think that our podcast is laser focused on understanding how to make it incorporate america if you're a latina and do so without losing yourself being Mm -hmm. your authentic self without having to hide your identity your latinidad and your true values Uh, so we're focusing on highlighting and giving a spotlight to the most important latinas from the most important companies and do that with frameworks giving away frameworks and tools this is not about journeys only this is not about inspiration only it's about how to do it and i think that that's where we started seeing the most common unconscious biases and the most common uh, stereotypes that we're facing, the most common gaps. And we're hiding a light, like shining a light through the technique called flip the script, uh, understanding that we've been playing the script of someone else. And how do you, and how do you identify, how do you wake up? How do you provide awareness of those unconscious biases for corporations and for Latinas? How do you turn them into assets for professional settings? And so by doing so, you empower um, Latinas, the Latina listener, you empower and equip corporations so that they can do the right thing so that we can tackle not only the representation issue, but also the pay gap issue, the perceptions issues, and pretty much creating a community and a network where we understand that the higher you go, the lonelier it gets. So we want to make sure that we create a community. I'll give you two examples that have consistently been a topic of conversation. The first one is living like a mother. It's this idea that because we are so committed to our families, the script that we've been following is you can't actually prioritize your career too. And actually the moment maybe that you're thinking about having kids or getting married, you Mm -hmm. you take a step back. And the flipping the script is people that think of their teams as families and that have the level of empathy that a woman has for their teams, the same that that we have for our family, actually creates an environment where people can be themselves, where they're co- more committed and the, the teams perform better. And I, I think that maybe 20, 30 years ago, the leadership style of America didn't wouldn't have accepted our leading style, right? It was mm-hmm. more of the whip and I don't mm-hmm. care what you do outside of work, you come to work and you do as I say. The leading style of Latina women living like a mother is the leading style that Gen Z, that millennials are reacting really well to. So that's one of the examples of flipping the script that we are finding, uh, like it resonates with with the audience. It's an amazing segue into something that unites the three of us. We're members of this thing called uh, LCDA, which is an advocacy it has nothing to do with advocacy or shows social good. It's about business to put more directors that look like America in, in America's corporations. We've all served on boards. Um, and like you, like one of you were saying, the higher up you go, the less the room looks like you. And this issue of empathy and leading with the heart and all these things, there's been studies by Catalyst, which is a group that studies uh, women on boards, which 
uh, when whenever there's a woman or two or three on a board, return on equity, return on invested capital, shareholder accretive returns, you name it, goes up. Now you can argue, well, there's a self-selection process because those were good companies anyway, and they have the long view, so of course they're gonna have women. There's another version of that that says, well, shoot, because we have these amazing women on the board, we make better decisions. Latinas have made incredible progress when it comes to all aspects of life. And yet we're the minority within the minority, the gap between the gap. If you start looking at the most progress that we have made in corporate America is precisely in corporate boards. We move from being 1% to 2%, now we're 4.5%. Now, Javier, in order for us to quadruple again, we will need a very different type of game. That's why one of the inspirations for us to do this podcast is to start thinking of how are we going to equip Latinas to do it in half the time so that we can really be comparatively running for a 9% in the corporate boards the way that we have seen other communities do in a number of years, we need to start building the pipeline. So what we're doing right now um, is equipping Latinas that are like in middle or senior positions so that they know the navigation skills that they have, so that they know they have an obligation and a responsibility to take someone with them, and so that we can start creating a collective playbook that all of us understand that's the way we run it. And it's not for us necessarily only to be adapting to corporate America, it's for corporate America to be able to understand who Latinos are. And this is a win-win-win because that's exactly what everybody needs. Diversity and inclusion is here to stay. This is not a charity thing. This is a progress for America because as you started saying, Hispanic progress is American progress. And the most important investment that we have to do is in Latinas. Charity, 100% no. Business is business, 100% yes. You know, these shows are pretty short on purpose because if I let guests talk, we would go for hours and hours and we would need to have lunch. So on the topic of lunch, what's a typical lunch for you, Cynthia? One of those grain bowls. And Claudia, I'm going to ask you, um, what's your favorite dessert? Because, you know, we all like sweet things, huh? Totally. Churros. No question. Churros. No question. Guys, it was amazing, amazing to have you. There's going to be in the show notes to the listeners. There's going to be all kinds of coordinates to these amazing human beings who happen to be women, who also happen to be Latina and their podcast. You got to check it out. A la Latina. Thanks, guys. Thank, Thank you so much, Javier. We hope you enjoyed today's conversation. For information and links about today's guests, check out the show notes and visit topofthegame-thepod.com. Your host, Javier Sade, the show Top of the Game. Thanks for listening.